Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Tracks, new music drop with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the music podcast where we talk about what great new music is available for your listening pleasure right now. And Dan, we're back again this week with another wonderful selection. A great selection. This, I say that every week. It's, it's always a great selection. But yeah, well, a great selection and no exception. And I always enjoy when we, because we've gotten into a routine with the new music drops, uh, recording them remotely more often than not because mm. of circumstance. But we're together again this week. Oh, back together. And as I was entering your building, mm. the basement of your building where the entrance door is, there was so many boxes and parcels down there. Um, I think there must have been a couple for you down there because I saw a couple of big bags uh, from Karen Millen. <laughs> I am uh, zhuzhing up my uh, wardrobe for the autumn winter range. I'm sure some lovely floral uh, wraps and dresses in the sale for our summer holiday, which is coming up soon. Yes, a, a week today, Will. We'll be on that plane. I will be half sozzled already if you will have your way. After our pint of Foster's and a Weatherspoon's breakfast, but not... A Weatherspoon's breakfast because we do not support those disgusting people. Not the people who work there, the people who own it. People who work there, they're probably lovely. Uh, hello, just, everyone from Hello, Hello, Weatherspoon's workers. Yeah. Good morning. Let us know how you are. Um, but yeah, I really, there has been a copy of uh, She's Just Not That Into You uh, on the uh, on the side in, by the entrance door down there for weeks. Yes. Is that something you've left down there hoping someone will take away? <laughs> I was hoping to start a little DVD club with all the rest of the people in the building. Like we exchange and bring them by and all that kind of stuff. Um, So I put that, I put a group email out to everyone. I popped that downstairs. And yeah, that was about three weeks ago now. No one's one's picked it up. That's London for you, isn't it? Mm. No one wants to, no one wants to build a little community. They just want to grunt at each other on the way past. Without face masks on. Mm. Awful. Disgusting. Uh, I'm getting less and less tolerant of that as the weeks go on. You're getting quite snappy, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I actually um, nearly started a fight the other day. Now, Dan, uh, I, I'm conscious we've got a lot of news to get into, so should we just waste no time this week with the usual uh, random chit-chat and pointless innuendos and just get on with it? Haven't we just done all that? Uh, let's just get on with it. <laughs> this is the BBC Home Service. Over to the news. So, Will, kicking us off this week with a story, a chart-related story... Land of Hope and Glory did not get it's to number not one. Number one, it didn't even get top ten, did it? No, it peaked at number seventeen. This was, of course, a gammon-backed campaign uh, with the likes of Nudge and the like, hoping to get it to number one. I hope the beat machine's working for his name, by the way. Uh, hoping to get it to number one because there was talk of the lyrics not being sung during the proms because of some of them maybe not being right for this time. And that's now been backtracked on by they've now are doing it yes but the thing that really blew me away about this will is someone that we follow on twitter shared how many in one period of 24 hours during this campaign to get it to number one it did reach number one the itunes charts and you know how many copies it sold to get that number one within 24 hours Uh, uh, 500 well a little bit more than that 714 but still that think back 10 years even a record would have had to sell thousands and thousands of copies to get to number one. Was it Rob Copsey? Uh, it wasn't Rob, actually. It was Sean Kitchener. Ah, Rob was obviously on annual leave. At the moment. But it would seem so, yeah. He works very hard. Yeah, oh, God, those charts are... Dreamly hard. Those charts, charts don't make themselves. No, and there's charts for everything now. You've got your country chart, your DVD chart, your music chart. Stool charts. Mid... What? Nothing. <laughs> Midweek charts. 
Is that on number two? Is on them? On that You've chart? also got the heritage chart. Have you heard about this? No. So this is something that um, oh, I can't remember what radio station it is now, but it's a kind of. I can remember what chart it is. It's the heritage chart from the United DJs, the Station of the Stars, where you have such DJs as Mike Reed, uh, Dr. Fox, uh, and so on and so forth. And just to give you a flavour, so the likes of Right Said Fred, Howard Jones, Limar, Billy Ocean, uh, Jefferson Starship, The Pretenders are in that chart currently. It's just celebrating some of the more uh, uh, classic pop music that's still being released new yeah and it feels like to me not to be negative it's a very positive podcast but it feels like it's the legacy artists that aren't appealing to newer audiences where there are some legacy acts of course that still bring in young blood speaking of young blood do check out this week's track by track which is the naked and famous it includes their top new zealand hit young blood a good little plug there will it's very on the ball so the VMAs for this week, Dan, what's the, what's the what's been, what was going on? Well, so of course it's a very different affair in this new world that we live in. So there wasn't the big uh, acts and, and huge studio audience in one space. It, was, it took part over various places across, I think it was New York. And there were huge performances from BTS. Who Did you see their performance, Will? I didn't know. Very good. Very slick. And they they're are. All... They're very... Very orchestrated. Yes. Or coordinated, sorry. Coordinated, yeah. Uh, they were all wearing different suits. They looked like they were modelling next year's Burton's menswear wedding uh, selection. Well, they have done a lot of endorsements, so it wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Uh, also, the performance that everyone was talking about, and we also put a little poll out on Twitter, and it was voted from our followers as the favourite. Lady Gaga did a bit of a chromatica medley uh, with a guest spot from Ariana Grande. Oh, really nice. I mean, Gaga is renowned for her appearances at, amongst other award ceremonies, the VMAs. And I saw she had a suitably out there dress. Yes, and uh, several face masks. She was always wearing a face mask for the performance and for the speeches, which was amazing. And another performance, Will, that was incredible was this new song called Blinding Lights by The oh, Weeknd. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard that yet, Dan. Mm. Well, first time on the VMAs. What a great tune. It's going to be a big hit. Uh, for anyone who missed an earlier episode, I didn't hear that song until about a year after it was released and told Will, have you heard it? And of course, like the rest of the world, he had already heard it. Uh, sorry about the beeping today, listeners. There is a lot of traffic outside. It's backed up, actually. Yeah. So on the VMAs, the big wins of the night, Lady Gaga won Artist of the Year, Best Collaboration, Song of the Year, Best Cinematography, those last three all for Rain On Me. And she also got the MTV Tricon Award. BTS got Best Group, Best Pop and Best Choreography. And The Weeknd got Best R&B and Best Video for Blinding Lights. Uh, I think BTS deserve that because they work incredibly hard. They do. Good lads. And yeah, they are, as we said last week, they're huge around the world. So there's a lot of travelling involved. And we all like, you know, we're looking forward to our holiday and our four-hour plane journey. But even in Is first it four class, hours? Oh, uh, I think it's about three or four, yeah. Oh. God. I'm going to cancel it. I will not sit next to you. I specifically asked for us to be sat next to each other so we could do a bit of recording. Oh, well, that's a good, what a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On air, in air. Now, Dan, there's a lot uh, happening in the world of streaming at the moment uh, because, again, live music isn't a thing. So uh, to make up for it, uh, some of our favourites are going to be available to be streamed. 
Yes, they are. So all starts, well, it's been going on forever, but for us, it all starts this Saturday. Hot Chip streaming a live gig from Dreamland. It's called uh, Dreamland in Margate. It's called Streamland. I am going to be watching. Sadly, you're unavailable, aren't you, Will? I'm otherwise engaged. Which is a real shame. I am going to be watching. I'll probably do a few tweets as well. So do follow us at Track by Track UK. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Of course, we're huge, huge, huge Hot Chip fans. Uh, and this is the closest we will get seeing them live for a little while. So really can't wait for that. And the other thing that's full of track by track favorites is Radio 2, who around this time of year usually do their festival in a day. I've seen Kylie there, I've seen Banana Rama, Pet Shop Boys. Well, I think you're always away that week, actually. I think you're always on holiday. Yeah. Uh, or I'm I don't for- invite you. Uh, fortunately, I'm otherwise engaged. Quite consistently. Um, but a lot yeah, of these get the hint. clips <laughs> uh, are available to stream. And also, Will, my beautiful laundrette. What's all this? So, yes, the great news is we've mentioned it before on the podcast, but the Pet Shop Boys uh, provided the music for a new version of My Beautiful Laundrette. It's now being made available uh, to stream, so you can enjoy that uh, in the comfort of your own home. And I, I've not heard any of the music from it, and I've never, I don't know anything about it, so maybe we should get a little date in our diary, Will. Should we watch it together? Oh, that'd be nice. Get some popcorn, it? do yeah. the little trick with a hole in the bottom. No, not again. <laughs> I haven't recovered from the last time. You have fallen for it three times though now. And finally, getting ready for festival season next year. The Leeds Reading lineup has been announced. Really excited? No. <laughs> I don't I have literally no intention to go to Leeds Reading, but of course they've caused uproar again because of the lack of women on the lineup. It's not on. Um they've got six headliners, they're having uh, two main stages for the first time it all seems a bit ridiculous to me um there's the a room of, is there well exactly what's the point of having two main stages one of them's got to be the main one um they've got the likes of liam gallagher disclosure etc and then when you look way down the lineup there are about six women including mabel um ridiculous i'm very pleased to say will that without even keeping that in mind 50 percent of today's new music drop choices are by women Ah, oh, and that's really good news and dan can i just say about reading and leeds um if I wanted to sleep by a railway line, I'd go and sleep on the platform at Didcot Partway. So let's get stuck in now to some new music. And Dan, I'd love for you to kick us off. Thank you very much, Well, So, talking about a hot new band to kick things off this week, here are the Rolling Stones with the Killers and Jacques Lucan remix of Scarlet. So, Will, this is a new old track from the Rolling Stones, uh, featuring as well on guitar Jimmy Page. This is from the upcoming deluxe reissue of Goat's Head Soup. Um, So we've got the Rolling Stones, who we've never, ever, I don't think, mentioned on Track by Track before. We've got the Killers, who we did their Day and Age album and absolutely loved it. And we've got Jacques Leconte, who, of course, is Stuart Price. Dying to know, Will, what do you think? What a great time to talk about the fan... Oh, no, that's we don't do that on this one, do we? We don't. Uh, Dan, I don't like it. And that's okay. Um, it was a... I guess it was a risky... If I was trying to people please, it was a risky choice. 
Um, You're not pleasing this people. No, absolutely not. I'm, I try not to, actually. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it's a shame. But do you know what, Will? A few months ago, I think it was just before we started doing our self-isolation specials that led to the new, new music drop, uh, Stone has released a new single called Living in a Ghost Town, their first brand new track for four years. And there's a remix of that by, by Alok? Alok? Yes. I wish I would have played that to you because I think you might have liked it. And if we're lucky, we don't have to do that on a new music drop. We'll just have a little bit of that now. Dan, that was much more like it for me. I'm glad you've kind of perks me up a little bit by playing that me too and we have to talk about of course the rolling stones at glastonbury many years ago now i think it's 2013 wasn't it one of the biggest um headliners they've ever had it's the only time i've seen them have to put signs up saying that the pyramid stage was full they could not fit any more people there to watch them um i thoroughly enjoyed it will what did you think not for me and you didn't go, did you? We were no. both at Glastonbury before we met each other. You didn't go see them. No. You went to see Hertz. Hertz. Yes. And I stand by that decision, Dan. And I think it was, in all honesty, I was a little joke there. We do not abide music snobbery on this podcast. I think there's absolutely the right decision to make. And didn't I remember you saying, though, as expected, it was a very small crowd, wasn't it? Uh, which, again, was great. I got really near the front. No crowds around me. No one shoving me up the backside or anything like that. Lovely. Or not. You can't win them all. <laughs> so, Dan, next one is from me this week. And we're returning to Dua Lipa's Club no- a Future Nostalgia. And this is one of the ones we were waiting for. This is Physical, featuring Gwenny. Uh, and with a remix from our friend Marky Ross. So Mark Ronson brings a bit of guitar funk into that remix. Dan, what do you think of it? I really like it. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole project, the whole club future nostalgia thing. I really like. As you said, we really couldn't wait to hear this one. I love how it's a really subdued take on the track, which the track itself is a very upbeat, infectious thing. This is kind of vintage synths, which obviously Mark Ronson loves to use, and the guitar, as you said before. And I just love the tracks like this and like. Uh, the track with Madonna, what was it? Um, what was the track with Madonna? Levitating. Uh, is to hear another icon sing on one of Jewish songs is so cool. What do you think? Yeah, I really like it. Uh, for the, for me, Club Future Nostalgia, hit and miss. But when it hits, oh, mm. it hits the spot. Yeah, I, I, I think it's great. Quite surprised, actually, we should have probably talked about it in music news. It's not done as well chart-wise as I thought it might have done. There's a lot of buzz around it. I don't think it even crack the top 40 which is uh, surprising but i don't think anyone's complaining because it's uh, certainly got its fans dan 
So next one for me, this is Evo with Let It Come. was some moody electro pop there definitely so this is from evil i'm so sorry everyone if you listen to this podcast you know i don't know how to pronounce names particularly uh evil uh who hails from the faroe islands in scandinavia but at age 16 she quit school and moved to Reykjavik in iceland now i wouldn't recommend for everyone to quit school and just move to Reykjavik, but um Evil was following, uh, pursuing her passion in music and was very inspired by acts from Iceland. You think you can hear a bit of Bjork in her voice. In her oh, absolutely. Uh, she, but she has since won the Icelandic Music Prize twice, being the first non-Icelandic person to do that. So it did all work out. Is that like the Brit Awards or a I think the Pop Justice 20 quid music prize or... Somewhere in the middle. Lovely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's beautiful. It's very moody like you said subdued electronica uh hints of as well as bjork kind of massive attack or portishead who are big influencers of hers and it's from an upcoming album which uh has been co-produced in part from lana del rey collaborator daniel heath dan i just remembered as well and i always do this uh the rolling stones are this week's track by track one to watch They're not really. They're very old. Yeah, very old. The oldest band we've had on, for sure. Will, what's next, loving? Uh, Canadian singer Scott Hellman, who is uh, heir to the mayonnaise empire. <laughs> He's not really. Uh, he is a young, up-and-coming singer, songwriter, and he's got a new album out, just released, actually, called None Such Park. And that's enough of me blathering on about it. Let's mm, hear Scott... Uh, oh, thank you very much. Let's hear Scott introduce it and the track, Good Problems. Hey everyone, it's Scott Hellman. Um, my record, Non-Such Park Side A, is out in a couple days. Um, and it features a really personal song, which is called Good Problems. I actually wrote that song about three years ago. And uh, it's partly about my parents' divorce and about trauma and about a lot of really personal things. But most of all, it's about... Um, the love I have for my girlfriend and the love she has for me and uh, the way that when you're really in love with someone, you know, you can share pain and share suffering um, and you can make something really beautiful out of it. So I hope you enjoy the song. I hope you enjoy the record. Much love and I'll see you all very soon. Bye. Good Problems, which is an uplifting track. Mm. Uh, and a lot of the album is based on Scott's life, his growth, his changes. And actually, uh, 
Nonsuch Place does make reference to somewhere, a park somewhere in the UK. Oh, lovely. Interesting, of course, because as you said before, Scott is from Canada and um, has toured with fellow Canadian Sean Mendes uh, and also with Tegan and Sarah. Um, I love the production in this song. I love how it begins with that guitar and then it adds into these flourishes of electronics uh, and some very dreamy vocals. And uh, yes, yeah, Scott did say the album's out in a few days. That's when he recorded that. The album is out now. Now. And you said, Will, didn't you, that actually having listened to the whole album now, for you, there's new favourites on there. Oh, there are a few tracks on there that are including Good Problems, but there's some great other tracks on there. I love True Crime, uh, One, uh, Wait No More as well. That's your favourite Sky Channel as well, isn't it? True Crime. True Crime, yeah. Mm. I, love, I love those uh, police car action, the ones where they've got, they're in the police and they're going around the local uh, pubs and clubs of the north of England sorting out all the problems. And you never... I'm surprised I've never seen you on there, Dan, from oh, your heyday. I'm pixelated. It is me. Uh, <laughs> I just disguise my voice. Uh, and you never miss a Fred West documentary, do you? No, not since I listened to him on Desert Island Discs the other week. God. And apparently Rose West has been rumoured for Strictly this year. <laughs> right, I think it might be time to move on now, I will. And I wish I wasn't introducing this song next. This is Flesh and Blood, the Scream Lockdown remix from Frank Moody. So, sorry, to give it its full title, that was Scream Lockdown Autonomic Remix of Frank Moody's Flesh and Blood. Will, what do you think? I really, really like the remix. And we also, uh, we had a little break then and we listened to the original version as well. And I have to say, they're both good. This is better. Mm. Yeah, just like how it strips it back a little bit, but still the bass is really heavy. Almost got trancier feel to it, a bit, bit grimy as well. It's... Um, a real concoction of sounds. It is a concoction, yes, of sounds. Um, but well done, Frank. Well done, Frank. And well done, Scream. Of course, if you, if you know the name Scream and you're trying to think, where do I know that name from? Uh, Scream did the iconic remix of LaRue's In For The Kill, uh, which was... A brilliant uh, remix, wasn't it? Oh, just brilliant. So good. Uh, and Frank Moody as well. If you haven't checked out Frank Moody, they are fantastic. They released their debut album earlier this year. There's lots of EPs and other stuff out there as well. I... Love them. Been a big fan since uh, Super Starstruck back in 2017. Now, Dubstar are back. Uh, previously featured a little while ago, uh, special guest contributors on our 100th album episode, talking about uh, their involvement, uh, covering and meeting the Pet Shop Boys. They're back with a new track, and this is their Hygiene Strip.
So that was Hygiene Strip from Dubstar. Now, I love Dubstar because of their the part they played in our behavior episode, as you said before. Um, but I have a lot of Dubstar homework to do. I don't... You do. Don't know a lot of their back catalog at all. But if it sounds like this, then I'm interested because this is fantastic. Uh, is it like this, Will? A lot of it is. This very melancholy pop sound... And, you know, there's a real, there's a story there in this track. Mm. And I think it's just lovely. I love the chorus as well. And also Sarah's voice is very much her, but it's matured. Yeah. Yeah, I love, there's something very authentic about the vocal and the lyrics as well. Uh, And then you've got, it's kind of almost a bit of a juxtaposition with that warm electronica that you've got from the music. Um, it's, It's just very... It's weird because it's very relaxed, but at the same time, my shoulders were going. It's got a nice little groove to it. Not too dissimilar to Saint Etienne, some of their sounds. Mm. Um, but of course, uh, doing their own thing as well. I mean, they've been doing it for a good while, haven't they? And there's a good chance, actually, because this was produced by Stephen Haig, who they referenced in their contribution to our 100th episode. So there's a good chance this was one of the tracks they were recording when they uh, recorded our uh, message for that episode. I love your thought. Dan. Dan! So next up, this is Gracie with Alexander 23, or maybe 23, I'm very old. Uh, and this is Like That. So that was Gracie Love. Yes, Gracie Love. What do you think, Love? I really like it. It's got a wonderful beat to it. Uh, What's the background on Gracie Love? So Gracie is from Brighton. She reached the top 10 with Don't Need Love with, again, there's a lot of numbers in these names. Is it 220 Kid? I imagine it's probably 220 Kid. Uh, And she went viral. She had a TikTok moment with Alone in My Room. Antibiotics. (laughs) No. uh, Off the booze. No, no, no. Good viral. She she got noticed. Oh, you know, uh, across the internet with uh, when her song "Alone in My Room" was used for a TikTok video, uh, or used yeah. Which I was going to say you had a few viral moments alone in your room, didn't you? But uh, that was I didn't realise the camera was on. It wasn't TikTok. It was uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and Alexander. The 23rd, the 23rd of the Alexander clan. He is a Chicago rising star. Not the musical, the place. <laughs> Come on, babe, why don't we He's going to be joining Jane McDonald and Denise Van Outen in the next uh, revival of <laughs> Chicago. Uh, but this song, Actually, I would go and see that. <laughs> I would definitely I'd be front row. Um, this is great. I love it. It's disco funk. It's dance pop. What is it? It's, not, it's just great. So next one for me, I'd love to talk again about the International Teachers of Pop. They have got a whole album called Pop Gossip, which has just come out uh, in the last week. Uh, And I think I love their whole sound and their whole approach to pop music. It's very knowing. It's very well written. 
and it's got some great electronic beats to it. And you can really hear that in this track. It's an album track, not that there's anything wrong with that. And this is Prince, The Last Wheelie. fun song oh you don't like it do you no i don't dislike it at all it is it genuinely is a very fun song the elements in there the squelchy synth i did say to you before that the vocals are quite strange almost from the harmonies are a bit weird um i love that it's just it's it's that, that's what it is for me it's a fun song uh, i love it the synths are wonderful in there in fact in this track, uh, it features this week's track by track, Synths of the Week. No? Well, we've got lots of of the weeks. Yeah. And also, are we doing a Carvery Corner this week? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating one every day over the last oh, week to lovely. try and really do my beef, research. Beef, pork, lamb, oh, goose. Nut roast for me. Oh, yes. Nuts every day. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, it's a great album, actually, on balance. And if you enjoyed this, there is, you've got uh, The Red Dots, The Tower, and uh, Don't Diss the Disco, Flood the Club, Feminine Energy, which we previously featured on the podcast. So much. In fact, just listen to the whole bloody thing, uh, please. And you you did Flood the Club, didn't you? I got, it, they played uh, the show by Girls Aloud, and oh. I uh, wet myself. <laughs> Next up, this is Apre, and this is Without Your Love. I love anything that Apre do. Same. Just, yeah, there's nothing. I remember when they first released something, I got sent it, and I it's one of those tracks that I just had to send. Is it before, I think it's before we even did track by track. And I just had to send it to you straight away because I knew that this was one of those bands that you and I would just equally adore. And it's so fun when it's a brand new band as well and you just follow their journey. Uh, and this, without your love from the upcoming mini album, Always in My Head, is no exception. Uh, yeah, some great guitar-driven pop there. And, you know, guitars and a bit of electronica, and we're very happy, aren't we? Oh, like pigs in shit. Yeah, I love how it's sort of got an 80s influence, but it's not the kind of obvious synth-heavy. Like you said, the guitars really do a lot for it. It's kind of um, DIY, DIY electro indie pop. Oh, there's a niche corner <laughs> of the pop music market. But you know what? I would be there. With bells on. Yeah. On your knees, I expect. Moving on. Dan, actually, can you do the last track this week? I'm just feeling a bit tired. You look absolutely haggard. Is everything okay? Just, I've just got a lot on at the moment. So this final song, lovely message here. Music saves the world. This is from Hugo Paris and Roland Clark. I am music. 
saves the world. Will, would you agree with that? Yes. So this is a banger from Hugo Paris, who is actually called Dave McLean, and he's from Django Django. And Roland Clark, legendary American house music DJ, who's been sampled by everyone from Katy Perry to Fatboy Slim. What a duo then. And you could, I could tell there's a bit, as well as the obvious dance disco vibe to it, there's a little bit of an undercurrent of like that kind of indie pop uh, sound that the Django's, mm. as the fans call them. Us, we're fans. We're included. Big fans. Uh, would refer. Yeah, it's a, it's a kind of club banger, but I also love the little bits of um, kind of piano. It's almost like a beat the chill piano or something like that. But I think that makes it this concoction as you'd expect from uh, Django Django so yeah what a way to end the show this week Will what a way and Dan we are at the end oh. but we're back next week yeah. yes we are um, we're not on the holiday just yet so don't get too excited well it's holiday day actually so it'll be quickly have to get that edit- edited and put out and then off to the airport off to duty free oh. oh 200 Bensons and a bottle of gin oh. <laughs> that's what you get me for Christmas every year isn't it <laughs> say it's from the kids Dan, we've got Track by Track proper coming up on Tuesday, and it's an exciting one. It's a big one. It's our second birthday. So anyone who knows Track by Track knows that we always talk about a certain electropop duo on a special occasion. And uh, yeah, a couple of surprises in there as well, Will. And if you want to get us uh, vouchers, please. Yes, and where do you want yours for, Will? Uh, John Lewis, please. Oh, lovely. Uh, Greg's for me, please. Uh, If you've enjoyed today's episode, please do let us know at Track by Track UK. Let us know what you think to this week's new music drop. Uh, Let us know if you've got any suggestions for next week. And do subscribe to Track by Track on your podcast platform of choice so you never miss an episode. We're coming at you twice a week at the moment. And a lovely pre-birthday gift would be for you to give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Uh, And so, until next time, I've been Dan. And I've been Will. Goodbye. Goodbye.